Thank you, uh, praise team, for leading us. Uh, last night, um, our guest speaker, Pastor Sean, um, preached the Word of God to us and really challenged and encouraged and exhorted us to renew our devotion to the Lord um, by renewing our devotion to the Word of God. So I, I know that there were a good number of us who were here last night. Um, how many of you guys, after last night, uh, you decided to live out practically that commitment and spend some time uh, reading at least a chapter of the Word of God today? Raise your hand. All right. Praise God. That is wonderful. Um, let's continue to do that. I continue to hear from God. Uh, through the Word of God, we hear His voice. We fall in love with Him. We get to know Him. We grow in our intimacy with, with our Lord Jesus. So let's continue to do that. Um, Pastor Sean is going to come in and uh, preach the Word of God to us again tonight. Um, if you were not here, if you were here, you heard me introduce him as a former pastor, church planter, started New Life uh, in Bowie, pastored a couple other churches. Um, he is the founder and the lead uh, teacher for Truth for Youth America. It's, a, it's an organization that um, he has started in order to communicate the gospel uh, throughout the world. Um, and I guess I mentioned last night, um, over half a million uh, teenagers have heard the good news and have heard the preaching of God's word through Pastor Sean, and God's used him mightily, anointed him in a powerful way. Um, this is his third time here with us, and in addition to those things, he was also a, a seminary professor. He used to teach youth and family ministry, so if you have any questions about youth ministry or about parenting, about family ministry, you can talk to him. Um, he's married to uh, wife Michelle, and he's got five children ranging at a broad spectrum of ages. There's a lot of experience in terms of raising a family. But recently, the most recent thing that, um, at, as far as I know, that he's added to his um, list of things that he's done is he's a published author. He's written a book called Beware of Bad Company. This is it. It's actually sold out on Amazon, and so you cannot get it. You can order it, but it's going to take a while to come. But I've got a copy if anyone wants to borrow it. Um, it's even got Pastor Sean's autograph in it. But um, later, if you, uh, if you want, maybe we'll take, some, we'll take some orders so that we can do a bulk order or something like that. Um, but he's, he's been with us last night. He'll be with us again tomorrow morning to preach the word for our adults going away on a retreat. He'll be sharing with us uh, there as well. Um, he's going to share a very important message that God has uh, placed and dropped in his heart and believe that's going to really awaken us to some new desires and dreams for him. So let's welcome Pastor Sean to come share the word with us. Thank you, Pastor, for that warm introduction. Uh, you may not know this, but Pastor David Larry is my brother from another mother. And I love and appreciate him so much. And um, he's been so good to me and so hospitable to me. I want to thank also Kay, Casey and, um, um, and James. Uh, yeah, yeah, Casey and James. James, we had to shout to a uh, hosting me in their beautiful home and uh, taking such good care of me. And uh, I'm just glad to be in the wonderful state of Florida. Pray for my voice. I got to keep preaching for the next couple of days. I'm going to get it out one way or the other, okay? I've gotten ready for this. But um, it's good to see all of your faces tonight. Everybody have a good day today? Good, good. Good to see all of your faces. Um, Pastor uh, mentioned uh, my book, Beware of Bad Company. And I'll start with an illustration that I used in the book. Um, I tell a story in the introduction of the book. Uh, and by the way, if you order on Amazon.com, uh, you'll probably get it in a couple of days. I just don't have any more copies. It's done. So if you go to Amazon.com or you can download it on Kindle. If you have a Kindle, you can download and read it. Beware of bad company. But I tell a story uh, about a baby eagle. And this baby eagle one day accidentally fell out of the nest. You know anything about eagles? They live high in the nest. And one day this baby eagle fell out of the nest and it landed on a turkey farm. Turkey farm. And so now, as you can imagine, this little eagle is surrounded by what? Turkeys. And so this little eagle now begins to grow up with turkeys, begins to gobble like a turkey, begins to cluck and walk like a turkey, begins to eat what turkeys ate, eat, begin to feast on what turkeys feasted on, and, 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 uh, and it, began, it learned all of the mannerisms of an eagle, of a turkey, but it was an eagle. 
And one day, this little eagle was in the barnyard with his turkey buddies, and little eagle said, there's something inside of me that wants to fly. It's just something. I'm, I'm tired of eating grain, and I want some meat. Something inside of me. I want to eat a rabbit, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and his turkey, his turkey friend said, "You'll never be able to do that because you are turkey." So the little eagle was very dejected and very discouraged, and because because there was there was something inside of it that 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 was telling him that there's more to life than walking around a barnyard. So one day this little eagle went out into the woods and as it was out in the woods it it was sitting on a stump and it was crying. <laughs> and a very wise owl saw the little eagle cried and the wise owl said, Woo, what's wrong, little eagle? And the little eagle said, what you just called me? And the wise owl said, Woo, what's wrong, little eagle? And the little eagle did a double take and said, I'm a turkey. And the wise owl said, ooh, told you, you were a turkey. <laughs> and the, and, the, and the, little, the little eagle said, I've always been a turkey. My mother's a turkey. My father's a turkey. My cousins, everybody's a turkey. The wise owl said, ooh, you don't know who you are. Little eagle said, what do you mean? And the wise owl said, you, your identity, your function, your purpose, your role, the reason that you've been created is to be an eagle and soar. And you're not soaring because you're hanging with turkeys. They've robbed you of your identity. So the wise owl said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to get a running start. I want you to run real fast and start flapping your wings. So the little eagle did that. Got a running start, start flapping his wings really fast. All of a sudden, it began to get some elevation. For the first time, this little eagle has some ups. This little eagle is flying in the air. This little eagle is soaring in the air. He's all excited. He's I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. Think about it every night and day. And he's so excited. Swear my wings and fly away. And he's, he's flying over the barnyard. And his turkey buddies on the ground are like, hey, come on back down here with us. Get on back down. The eagle said, uh-uh. I can't roll with y'all like that no more. That is, I can't hang with y'all. Because I understand who I am. I understand that my purpose, my function, is to soar like an eagle. I can't do that hanging with the turkeys. Harvest family, can I tell you, when I think about that story, I cannot help but to think about the fact that that little eagle is not the only one who is confused about its identity. That little eagle is not the only one that's confused about its purpose in the world. 
I want to suggest to you that many in the church today are very confused and very perplexed about what their role and what their function and what their assignment is in the world. Do you understand that as a Christian, you have a very specific function, a very specific role that God has given to you? I'm not talking about being a man and being a woman and being a husband and being a father and being a wife and being a student. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the spiritual purpose, the spiritual function that God has for your life. When I think about the purpose and the role and the identity that God has for our life, there's one word that comes to my mind. That is the word light. Light. In fact, in Matthew chapter 5, Jesus in Matthew chapter 5 tells us, he says, you want to know who you are? You want to know what your role is on earth? You want to know why when I saved you and brought you into my family, why I left you here on earth? He says, I'm going to tell you why. And in Matthew 5, he says so eloquently, As the master teacher, he says, you are the light of the world. You want to know what your role is? You want to know what your function is? You want to know why you're here? What you're supposed to be? What you're supposed to do as a Christian? Jesus sums it up. You don't have to go to counseling. You don't have to take a psychological class. You don't have to see a shrink. Jesus says, I'll tell you, you are light. And it's because of the fact that we do not understand who we are that leads to confusion in our lives. It leads to churches not fulfilling their purpose, its purpose on the earth. Jesus says your identity, somebody say identity. 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 Jesus says your identity. Identity. You want to know who you are. You are light. You got to understand. See, identity is crucial. There was a man by the name of Clark Kent that was very confused about his identity. There was a man by the name of Dr. David Banner. He was very confused about his identity. Don't make me angry. You're not going to like me when I'm angry. A young man by the name of Peter Parker, very confused about his identity. Spidey senses tingle. Family, do you know who you are? Jesus says, let's set the record straight. I'm here to tell you from this day forward, you, if you belong to me, if you're in my family, if you're my follower, you are the light of the world. You are you. You. You, that word, you, it's you. And nobody else but you. If the world is dark, what are you doing about? If people are living in darkness, okay, fine, but what are you? Because you are the light of the world. Don't tell me as a Christian how dark the world is unless you're going to tell me how bright you are as a light. The world is supposed to be dark. Sinners are supposed to sin. (laughs) 
The problem is those who Jesus has called out of darkness into his light are living dark lives too. And as a result, we have no effect on the people that are living darkness. You are the light of the world. You heard what Rihanna said, shine bright like a diamond. Now we know what Rihanna says, but 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 do we know what Jesus says? You see, the purpose, the purpose of light, light, light has one, one, one primary function, one primary function of light. What is light supposed to do? Shine. Shine bright. It, it, it illuminates. It shows the way. If, 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 if you're in darkness, the light comes on. In fact, in fact, cut off the lights back there, please. Can you cut? Can you cut? Watch what happens. See? See? Do you see what? Okay, cut the lights off. Okay, cut them off. What are we sitting in? Sitting in the dark. Cut the light off. Okay, cut it off again. How many fingers do I have up? Can y'all in the back see how many fingers I got up? How many fingers I got? How many? One, you're wrong, wrong, one, two. How many fingers I got? Cut the light on. How many fingers I got? <laughs> you see, there's something that happens when light shows up. You can see. I can see clearly now. You see, when light shows up, you can you can see some things. Now get this. If Jesus said you and I are the light of the world, when we show up in the lives of people, they should begin to see things very clearly. You see, people that's living in darkness, they're confused. They they got the two fingers or one finger, or the three, the two, the one. They don't know. But it's when the light shows up into their situation that now they can see clearly. Family, you got to understand that Jesus wants to use your life as a light to shine into the lives of others. You see, this is why, as we talked last night about getting into the Bible, why this is so critical. Because Jesus ultimately is the light of the world. So the closer that we stay to the light of the world, the more we're going to shine in dark places. Are you listening to me? Jesus is the light. He came into the world to reveal the light. But because people love darkness rather than light, because their deeds of evil, they have a hard time seeing it. But if I stay close to Jesus, if I stay in close proximity to Jesus, if I stay in close relationship to Jesus, then his light is going to shine on me. Do, do, do you know why? Do you know why Mars is hot and Pluto is cold? This is not deep. The reason that the planet Mars is hot and Pluto is cold, has everything to do with their proximity to the sun. Mars is close to the S-U-N, and as a result, it's hot. It's bright. Pluto is way, way out there in the atmosphere, far, far, far away from the sun, and as a result, it's dark and cold. The close, the closer your proximity is to the S-O-N, the greater the light from your life will radiate into the eye, into the lives of others. You see, if we don't stay close to Jesus, 
we won't shine. <laughs> if, if we don't stay in close proximity to Jesus, we won't have too much light to radiate. So light is supposed to shine. It, 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 it shows the way. It, it, it exposes, it exposes some things. You can, you can, you can see things so very clearly when light shows up. You see, people that are walking in darkness, they can't see their sins. They, they, they can't see God. They, they, they're confused about a lot of things, but, but, but that's okay because guess what? There's a solution for those who are walking in darkness. Who's the solution? Us. We are you are the light of the world. I think in Jesus' mind when he said this, you are the light of the world. In his mind, I believe he's he's thinking in his mind, the world is full of darkness. The world is dark and getting darker. But that's okay. Because once I give my life and be raised from the dead and ascend back to the right hand of the Father, that's all right. Because those who I leave behind, I'm going to give them a special power to bring light to those who are in. You. Some of you go to school with people who are living in darkness. You work with people who are living darkness. You rub shoulders with people who are living in darkness. I don't want you to tell me how dark they are, how bad they are, how sinful they are, how unrighteous they are, how unholy they are. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear are you shining bright? Like Jesus said you should shine because you are the light of the world. Notice, Notice what he says. You are the light of the world. Not the light of the church. <laughs> Did you see that? I don't want you to miss it. <laughs> see, 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 it's not about shining in the church. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord in the church. <laughs> it's about when you leave outside of the church. Are you going to shine? What football team do y'all follow here in Florida? Y'all, y'all follow the Jaguars? Redskins, Redskins here? Are you, you must have been listening to your pastor. I, what, what, is this? what is this going on? The Raiders? Oh, the Gators. Okay. Gators. The Raiders, like, that's pretty far. Anyway, whenever you watch your favorite team play, I suspect that you're really not concerned about their huddle. You, you get tickets to go to a game or you or you watch a game. You're, you're not fascinated by, ooh, look, they're huddling. They're gathered in a circle. That's not your focus. You can care less. In fact, in fact, I would dare say you can care less. You can say, I don't care how much you huddle. What you want to know is when that huddle is over, are you going to what? Score. When y'all finish in your little circle talking, do this, you went over here, left, right, this, do, do, do. When it's all that is over, you want to know, are you going to, you want to get, are you going to get touched? That's what you want to know. Are you going to advance the ball? Are you going to get a touchdown? Are you going to score so we can go nuts and cheer for you and buy your jerseys? <laughs> Anything else doesn't matter. What are you saying, Sean McBride? I'm saying, so what we get into a huddle four or five times over the weekend? And the question that God wants to know is, he wants to have answered is, when we break the huddle, are we going to leave here and advance his kingdom in central Florida? Are we going to leave the huddle and begin to shine bright so that people can see who we represent? 
Huddling is nice. Huddling is cute. Huddling is necessary. But at some point, we got to break the huddle, go into a dark world, and shine. Real bright. Really, really, really bright. So Jesus, he says, you are the light of the world. Do y'all got that now? I don't think you got it yet. I don't think you got it yet. You don't got it yet. He's talking about identity. Somebody say identity. Say identity. Come here, come here, come here. I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't ignore you because you're shining bright with your, <laughs> with your orange. You got me? Tell me your name. Tay. Tay. How you doing, Tay? Good. All right, Tay, I want you to help me for a second here. All right, we're talking about identity, right? Mm-hmm. Who are you? The light of the what? The light of the world. Good. Good. Okay, Tay. Okay, Tay. Um, Tay, I, I want you to be for a moment. I'm gonna call, I'm not gonna call you Tay. I want to call you Tyrone. <laughs> Tyrone. Okay, Tyrone. Go have a seat, Tyrone. Come here, Tyrone. Come here, Tyrone. Tyrone, would you sit right in that chair, Tyrone? Come here, Tyrone. Go over there and get Pastor a hug, Tyrone. Get Pastor a big hug, Tyrone. Pastor. Tyrone. Tyrone, go ahead, go ahead. Sit back in your seat, Tyrone. What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? What is his name? Come here, Tyrone. I want you to go back there. See that red skin guy got the red skin shirt on? Let's go slap him. (laughs) In Jesus' name. Don't hug him, no. All right, come here, come here, Tyrone. Come here, Tyrone. Come here, Tyrone. Tyrone, go get Pastor one more hug. Get Pastor. Pastors need a lot of love. Thank you, Tyrone. Thank you, Tyrone. Go ahead, sit down, Tyrone. Go ahead, sit down. What's his name? Come here, Tyrone. What's your name? <laughs> What's your name? Tyrone. What's his name? What's your name? Tyrone. Can somebody tell him what his name is? My name is Tay. What's your name? Tay. He's confused. What's your name? Tay. Sit down, Tyrone. You're not. T- come here, Tay. Okay, okay, you're okay, Tyrone. Who are you? I'm the light of the world. <laughs> That's good. I, I, okay. Okay, Tyrone. Somebody tell him his name. Okay, Tyrone, go sit down. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Come in, come in, come in, Tyrone. <laughs> Tyrone, go give Pastor another hug. Tyrone, go slap that redskin fan. Have a seat, Tyrone. What's his name? What's your name? He knows. Finally. (laughs) Who he is. Now. I'm going to put some pain. <laughs> All right. Tyrone. For $20, go give Pastor a hug. Tyrone. For $30. I want you to go sit in that chair, Tyrone. Tyrone, 
Tyrone, go sit down. I know some of y'all say, I wish I was Tyrone. <laughs> Tyrone, go have a seat. What's his name? What's your name? And who are you? Can we give him a big hand? Can we give him a big hand? Now, now, he finally understood who he was. And I couldn't even talk him out of it for money. Do you know there are a lot of people who for money can be talked out of their purpose? Some people for money can be talked out of their function and their role. Tay was confused for a long time until y'all started to help him. Y'all were like, you take! And because you helped him, finally understood, wait a minute. Can I tell you how many voices, how many voices every single day our kids are hearing when they go to school? Our kids are hearing so many. In fact, it's not just our kids. We adults are hearing a lot of voices too, right? Right? But it takes some other lights who know what their function is, who know what their purpose is to tell the other lights, here's what you're supposed to do. Now watch what Jesus says. He says, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be what? Now think about that. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. What is Jesus saying? Jesus is teaching if a city is on a hill, If a city is set on a hill, it becomes very obvious. Why is it so obvious? It's on a hill. It's elevated. Everybody can see it. You couldn't cover it up if you wanted to. (laughs) So if Jesus says a city on a hill is obvious a city on a hill is obvious here's the question are you living an obvious christian life is it obvious to the people that you work with that you are a follower of jesus is it obvious to the people that you're connected to on social media is it obvious to them like a city that's set on a hill that you belong to christ that you are a follower of christ a city on a hill has to be obvious and so should the light of the world be our faith should not be secret Our faith should not be something that we practice behind closed doors like we're CIA Christians, undercover Christians, Al-Qaeda Christians. Nobody should know. So we live inconspicuous kinds of lives on social media where nobody even knows. No, he says, you are the light of the world. Can I tell you something about light? Light is not afraid of darkness. Light doesn't care about darkness being dark. Why? Because when it shows up, it's going to shine bright like a diamond. Light, light is not afraid of darkness. It shines. It expands. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to take a stand. To take a stand. Everybody, come take my hand. walk. The, you know what I'm talking about? Light. You are light. Don't you think your co-worker should know? Why is it that we can talk about sports, we can talk about scandal, we can talk about television shows, we can talk about movies, but why is it 
that we have no conversation about Jesus. Talk about everybody. We, we wear our favorite clothes, our favorite. Who we gonna represent today? Whoever, Ralph Lauren, Tommy Hilfiger. Yes, Florida Gators, Washington Redskins. We represent. Nothing wrong with representing. What I'm saying is, if you are a city on the hill, you better be representing Christ. You got to be, a, what I'm simply trying to say, Pastor, we need a group of Christians that's willing to come out of the closet. Everybody else coming out the closet. Come out, come out wherever you are. Why is everybody in the world having the courage and the boldness and the tenacity to come out the closet to declare to the world, this is who I am and I'm proud about it. But it's the Christians that's in the closet saying, I ain't coming out, not coming out, not going to come out. I'm just going to worship God on Sunday and go to do my thing at work. Praise the Lord. I'm not going to bother anybody because, you know, I'm a light. You know, when you go to school, cafeteria, you know, every time we get something to eat, you know, we get something to eat, Christians, fellowship, let us pray. Lord, thank you for this food. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your love, your grace, your mercy. We do all that in church. What about in the cafeteria at school? I too thank you for this food. You know, one of those, <coughs> thank you, Lord, <coughs> thank you, Lord, for, the <coughs> for this food. <coughs> if you go to public school, you better ask God to bless that food. <laughs> you, you, be you better pray. Fire, Father, in the name of Jesus. I Touch it in the name of Jesus. Let's gather around and touch this pizza. In the name of Jesus, wash it in your blood. Cause it to be a nourishment. You better pray. Where that pizza been? <laughs> what are you saying, Pastor Sean? I'm simply saying the verse, I, the verse is saying you can't be hit. Stop hiding. Stop covering up. Stop being an invisible Christian. Stop hiding your light. The greater the darkness, the brighter the light. The greater the darkness, the brighter the light. I remember, I remember like it was yesterday. In about a month, my wife and I will celebrate 19 years of marriage. 19 years of marriage. And I'll never forget. I'll never forget when I bought her engagement ring 20 years ago. I went to the jewelry store and they had those little bubblegum machines and I put a quarter in and I, and I said, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I went to the jewelry store and I'm looking at the rings and I actually see a ring and the jeweler, he did, he did something very powerful, Pastor. He, 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 he took out a black cloth and laid it on the counter, this black cloth. And then he took out the diamond and he put it, put the diamond on the black cloth. I'm like, okay. You couldn't just lay it on the counter, <laughs> you know? Like, like what's with the black cloth? He said, he said, he said, when the diamond is up against the backdrop of darkness, you can see its beauty. You can see all the nuances, all the bling bling. <laughs> but only when it's against the backdrop of darkness. That's the same way it is with stars. You know why you can't see the stars doing that? The stars are there. The stars are there right now. They're there. You know why you can't see them during the day? 
because you don't have the backdrop of darkness. You need the, you have to have a backdrop of darkness to see the diamond sparkle and to see the stars shining. What are you saying, Sean McBride? You need to work with dark people. You need to frequent with dark people. Why? So that they can see how bright your light is against the backdrop of their darkness. Can't just want to be the kind of person that wants to be around Christians all day. In our little Christian bubble. I live, I live about 20 minutes from the White House. And if you've been to the Virginia area, you know, you know, the, the White House is basically in this insulated bubble. Whoever the president is, they live in a bubble. Secret service all around. They live in this bubble. They live in this, this, this protective bubble. Can't get close. Christians should not live in a bubble. Christians should not be afraid of darkness. We should be able to step into darkness and shine so bright that it's obvious that people say, wow, what is it about you? I got a message on Facebook not long ago. Somebody inboxed me and they said, Sean McBride, I've been watching you. I said, whoa. Kept reading. Said, I've been looking at your life. I've been looking at your posts. I've been looking at your pictures. He said, not the same Sean McBride I remember. That's, he said, man, tell me what's going on with you. He says, I'm looking at your pictures. I'm looking at your posts. I'm looking at your family. I'm, what, what is it about you? There's something that you got. What, what do you got? Because whatever you got, I want that. I want that. You, you, you're always smiling in your pictures and you're always happy. And, and what is it about you? What I want that because because my life is terrible. My life is a mess. My life is a wreck. And I, I need some help. And, and I keep seeing you pop up in my news feed. I keep seeing your pictures. I keep seeing you smiling. What is it with you? Tell me what you got. Like that. Jesus. LOL. <laughs> I told him, I told him, I said 20 years ago, what had happened was I became a Christian. And I rejected religion and for the first time entered into a relationship with Jesus. I want to talk to you about religion. I want to tell you, you can have a relationship. This man whose name is Jesus. Begin to share with him. Church, can I tell you that your life should be contagious? Your life should be so contagious that, that, that when your friends and people that don't know the Lord, when they see you, when they experience you, when they get in a room with you, when they hang with you and chill with you, they, they, your life becomes so infectious. Your life becomes so radiant. You cannot get into the presence of light for a long time and not be affected. For every time you go to the beach, you're putting on sunblock. I don't put on sunblock. I want the tan. Give me the tan. I want to get darker. You can't be in the presence of light. Not be changed. Look at what he says. A city on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and do what? And put it on a, put it under a basket. People, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket. Duh. You don't, you don't cut on a flashlight, then hide it. You don't cut on a lamp and then put it under the bed. No. What does Jesus say? People don't light a lamp and put it under a basket. What he's saying is you don't light a lamp and then cover it. You don't cut on the light and then cover it up. No. What is the purpose? You put it on a stand. 
You light the candle. You put the candle on the stand. Why? So that it gives light to all that are in the house. You don't cover it up. What does he say? If you are a Christian, you are light. Stop covering up. Don't apologize for what you believe in. Don't apologize because you have faith in a risen Savior. Don't apologize because you believe that you were created and made in the image of God and not come from some big bang explosion, boom, and now you're here. Don't be ashamed of what you believe in. Don't be ashamed to pray. Don't be ashamed to to tell people what you believe is right. Why do we got to be quiet? We're living in a world today when everybody that's living in darkness, they want to silence the people that's living in light. You're not to be silent. Don't cover your light. Let your light shine bright. Don't let darkness silence you. You stand up for what you believe in. You proclaim what you believe in. You courageously live out the faith God has called you to live in. You don't cover it. You read your Bible in public. You you read it in public. You pray in public. You share your faith in public. You you shine bright. You, You proclaim on your Facebook page what you believe. Courageously. He didn't say you're the sissies of the world. That's not what he said. And it's when we as Christians, we as God's people begin to understand, I am light and bless God. I'm going to go light some stuff up in this world that is dark. Are you listening to me, church? you ever gotten up in the middle of the night in a dark room and stubbed your toe on a bed? Ooh, that hurts so bad. I did that so many times. This was before we had cell phones. Just get up at night, cut on your cell phone light and kind of wander. Go twinkle. Now we got little night lights. What do those night lights do? Those Those little lights, they help guide me. So when I get into the bathroom, I can be sure that I aim for the toilet and not the corner of the wall. Are you listening to me? You need the night lights to help guide. What are you saying, Sean? That's who you are. You are the light. God wants to use you to help guide people. People need guidance. They should be able to come to you. Your co-workers should be coming to you. Your light should be so bright. You should be so contagious. You should be so kind, so loving, so friendly that when your co-workers, when your friends in school are having a hard time and going through things, they can come to you. I'll never forget years ago when I used to work in a hospital. Even before I got into ministry, I was working in a hospital. And I've been working there for a number of years. And I tried to let my light shine. And I'll never forget one of my coworkers came to me. He said, Sean, I've been watching you. There he goes again. He's like, man, I need some help in my life. I'm just so confused. I don't want to live, yada, yada, yada. Why did he come to me? What made him come to me? Maybe he saw something in me that was worth emulating. Do your coworkers see something in you that's worth emulating? Do they see something in you that's worth following? Don't cover it up. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine. How many of y'all remember that song from Sunday school? Mm -hmm. Won't let Satan it out. 
I'm going to let it shine. Won't let Satan. I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Shine all over till Jesus comes. I'm going to let it. Heard the song. Shine all over till Jesus comes. I'm going to let it. Let it shine. Let, let it shine. Let shine all over Orlando. I'm going to let it shine. Shine all over the local mall. I'm going to let it shine. Shine all over my school bus. I'm going to let it shine. Shine all over the cafeteria. I'm going to let it shine. Shine all over my science class when they try to tell me I was a tadpole and I used to walk like this and all of a sudden I walked like I'm going to let it shine. Shine all over my earth science class when they try to tell me there was a big bang. Boom. And all of a sudden, here we are. I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Are you going to let it shine? Are you going to let it? Notice what Jesus says. Notice how he closes. Look at what he says in the next verse very quickly. In the same way. Let's read this together. In the same way. Ladies only, ladies only. Come on, fellas, come on. In the same way as what? The city that's on a hill? The light that's on a stand? In the same way, in the same manner, let your light, your life shine where? Before others, right in front of their faces in public you out there on social media let them see your light in the pictures you post they don't they don't have no problem twerking y'all y'all heard of Miley's okay y'all please forget that okay okay uh well okay if, if, what I'm saying, if they can twerk in public, we can preach in public. Are you you feeling what I'm saying? Okay, y'all know them very good. Two of them, three kids. Like, right, don't worry, parents. You've never heard that word twerking before. Okay. okay. Let your light shine before others, so that they may, so that they may what? See. They may what? See. They may what? Don't just talk about Jesus. Let people. It's not just about what you believe. What are you living out? Do people see that God wants to just use you so that people can see some things? They can see the light. They may see your good works, your beautiful deeds, your kindness your patience, your prayers, your encouragement, your family, your purity, your self-control, your modesty, that they may see your good works. And when they see your good works, what's the goal? That they may give glory to your father who lives where? See, the whole purpose, church, of letting our light shine, the whole purpose is not for us. The purpose is that when they see us, they may see who? When they see me, that they will see my father, uh, uh, that they may give glory. Somebody say glory. Give glory to your father who's in heaven. Glory, glory. That is, that is, um, uh, 
my, 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 my wife, my, my wife, let me talk about her glory, her glory. Women are focused on glory. Because that's why, ladies, you got mirrors in your purses. Why do women got mirrors in their purses? Because you, you, you're concerned about your glory. Uh, dudes are not really concerned about glory. That's why they don't walk around with mirrors. If they are, they don't get the mirror. They just get the iPhone and turn it around and see how they look in the camera. They just reverse the camera and see how they look. Concerned about their glory. Whenever, whenever sometimes my wife and I would go out on a date, you know, it takes her an hour to get ready because she got to work on her glory. I just put my hair in the ponytail. Let's go. But she got to work on her glory. She's in the mirror working on her glory. We get in the car. She sits in the car. She pulls down the sun visor, not because the sun is out, but because there's a mirror. Right? What is she doing in that mirror? Checking up on her glory to make sure that her glory still looks glorious from the time she left the bathroom mirror to the time she got in the car. Got to make sure the glory is intact. We get to the restaurant. If we're with another couple, all of a sudden, she says, excuse me, me and such and such, you know, we got we to go to the ladies' room. Now, generally, they're not going to the ladies' room because they got a twinkle. They're going to the ladies' room because they got to check up on their glory. In the mirror. By the way, only women go to the bathroom. You, you women, you go to the bathroom like it's a field trip. Let's go to the bathroom. Okay, sure. If you a dude, don't never ask me to go to the bathroom with you. I'll wait right here till you get back, mister. My wife is always working on her glory, her glory, her glory. Because she wants me to see her glory. Glorify your father. Give glory to your father who's in heaven. God wants to use us as lights. Why? So that we can reflect back on him. So that people will look at us and say, where do you worship? Do you believe in God? What planet are you from? <laughs> they may see your glory and praise your father who lives in heaven. Let me show you this last verse here, last couple of verses here. Go to the last next slide there. Here's what Peter says very quickly as we bring this in for a landing. But you are a, let's read it together. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellence of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. You know why you can't do what some people do? You know why You know why, young people, you, you get in trouble and some of your friends get away? You know why sometimes your friends steal from the store, but if you try to do it, they got the building surrounded by the SWAT team and snipers on the roof across the street? You wonder why how your mama keep finding out everything about you, but your friends keep getting away? You wonder how your mother knows this and how your father knows that. You wonder how can they be so smart know this? How, how, why do you keep getting in trouble? You know why? Because you are a chosen race. When you're chosen, you can't do what everybody else does. You are a royal priesthood. You, you are royalty. That's why, young ladies, you can't let guys talk to you any kind of way. You can't let guys say any kind of thing. You, why? Because you are royal. I, I, I tell my daughters every day, you are the bomb.com. You are special. You are wonderful. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. There's nobody else like you. You are beautiful. You are gorgeous. You are attractive. Nobody has your DNA. Nobody has your fingerprints. You are not one in a million. You are one in six billion. You are the bomb.com. Say it with me. I am the bomb.com. Say it again. I am the bomb.com. Say it again. Daddy, I am the bomb.com. There you go. You are royal. You are classy, not trashy. Trashy girls twerk. 
and put it on video. You are royal. You are a holy nation. You are different. You are set apart. You are a people for his own possession. You belong to God. No wonder I got to let my light shine. I belong to God. Do you remember in Toy Story? Do you know the difference between Woody and Buzz Lightyear? Woody understood who he was. Buzz Lightyear was confused. He, I'm a space ranger. I'm a shoot something. Woody was like, boy, you a child plaything. The difference between Woody the cowboy and Buzz the wannabe space ranger is that Buzz was confused, but Woody clearly knew who he was. Do you know why Woody knew who he was? You know why? Just look on the bottom of his boot. On the bottom of his boot. What was on the bottom of Woody's boot? Woody understood. I'm possessed by him. I belong to Andy. Buzz, you're confused. When you understand that you are God's possession, that you belong to God, you are his masterpiece, you are his work of art. When you understand that he's my heavenly father, I belong to you, you belong to me, you're my father. I belong to you. You belong to me. You're my father. You understand that you belong to him. It makes a difference in how you live your life. I love going to places where children play. My little eight-year-old says, her little friend, points up, then points up. She's saying, I am possessed. You his possession and because of the view of his possession that you you may proclaim the excellencies of him you don't talk about yourself you talk about him the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his what I think I got one more last one Ah, last one let's read it together that you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation among whom you shine as lights in the world. You see the kind of world we're living in? A world that's crooked? A world that's twisted? Even in the midst of a crooked and a twisted generation, you shine as lights in the world. I want you to bow your heads tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Would you bow your heads tonight? You are You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. Heavenly Father, help us tonight to embrace, to accept, and to live out our identity that we are the light of the world.
May we live up to this identity. May we walk in this identity. May we fulfill the purposes that you have for our lives as light. May we shine so bright that we would look like that city that's on a hill. Help us in the name of Jesus never to cover up our light. Shine. Shine brightly. Help us to stay connected to you and close to you so that we can shine bright, so that we can show others the way, so that we can attract people to you. Jesus, we give you permission to shine through our lives. Give us the courage we need to shine. Give us the boldness, the audacity, the unmitigated goal to shine. May we not be afraid to shine. May we not be afraid of darkness, but enter into it confidently, knowing that you are with us knowing that you are with us. Lord, thank you for your word. I pray that you would cause us to be more than just hearers of the word, but doers of the word. Help us to live out what we've heard, to put into practice what we've heard, to go home tonight and to post some things on Facebook that'll point people to you, to tweet some things that'll point people to you where people may see you living in us. We pray this in your name. As the praise team comes, the band comes tonight, Pastor, would you come?